Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan. I hope you all are having a fabulous Saturday. So, tomorrow we have uh, a Godzilla vs. Tra- uh, Kong trailer to talk about. Um, but for today, we have two stories I want to talk about. The first one, the main story, is going to be about Xbox backtracking on their Xbox Gold price increase and we'll be reading straight from the article which we also posted and linked in our or on our Facebook page so if you want to read the article yourself head on over to our Facebook page where we have um put down the link to the article um so yeah uh, if you are interested in reading the article but I'm basically going to be reading it for you on here but if you want to read it for yourself um, in case maybe you want to try to take a uh, deeper dive into things you can but it's there for anybody that maybe doesn't want to listen to the podcast but still wants to read about the news. Um, and then second story will be about Twitter and why I'm very disgusted with them for something completely different than, you know, just banning conservatives and just, you know, people they don't agree with. But we'll get into that as a second part of this podcast, which you don't have to listen to. But this is the main the main story of the day. So. Uh, Xbox had put out last night, or this morning? No. Yesterday morning at 6 a.m. So, ah, sorry. My bad. It was updated at 8.52 p.m. last night. Uh, just for, uh, a reference here for a second. Um, last night, I can't, I can't go back and check, uh, the episode, but last night we posted our episode, hold on, actually, I can check on my phone to see when we posted, um, our PC boys, uh, conversation on this, hold on, give me a quick second, uh, currently I'm listening about Godzilla vs. Kong shit, um, I like to have my phone here, because I can easily pull up stuff that maybe I can't while I'm recording, so, Yesterday, we uploaded that around uh, 19 hours ago, so does it not give me any specifics on the exact time? No, I don't, I don't have any specifics on exactly when it was uh, uploaded, but obviously it was before this dropped. So this was updated last night. The original article was at 6 a.m. I believe that's what I said in my podcast yesterday. Um... But it was updated at 8.52 p.m. last night. So, the article reads, We messed up today, and you were right to let us know. Connecting uh, and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming, and we failed to meet the expectations of players who count on it every day. As a result, we have decided to not, or not to change Xbox Live Gold pricing. That's good, Microsoft. Good for listening to the community. Now, I'm still not going to give you a pass, though, because you decided to do it in the first place, which obviously shows people you still want to increase pricing on something. So, I'm just saying, Microsoft, yes, this is a good step in the right direction, uh, especially to make, you know, uh, true to all the goodwill you've been building up over the past year for the Series X and S launch. But you guys have to stay consumer-friendly. Because once you go anti-consumer, I'm coming after your ass with a bunch of fucking podcasts just exposing your shit. And basically giving you a Xbox uh, consumer full opinion on your bullshit. So, good that you did this. However, I'm still not happy with Microsoft for actually trying to increase the price. Especially during a global pandemic, as I mentioned yesterday. That's the fucking dumbest idea you could do. People barely have money to live. How are they going to have money to buy this shit? 
So, the article continues. We're turning this moment or turning this moment into an opportunity to bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience. For free to play games, you will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold membership to play those games on Xbox. By the way, PlayStation and Switch have already been doing this for a while. So yes, that is another thing as an Xbox fan I've not been happy with. But then again, majority of online games you play do require gold subscription. We are working hard to deliver this change as soon as possible in the coming months. So it's not an effect yet, it's coming soon. If you are an Xbox Live Gold member already, you stay at your current price for renewal. New and existing members can continue to enjoy Xbox Live Gold for the same price as they uh, pay today in the U.S., $9.99 for a month, uh, $24.99 for three months, $39.99 for six months, and $59.99 for retail 12 months, which is what I like to do. Thank you, it says. Um. And then, of course, underneath that, um, they have crossed out their their prices from yesterday that they said, and they have the article right underneath it. So the prices are staying the same: sixty for a year, forty for six months, there are excuse me, twenty five for three, and ten for a month. Thank you, Xbox, for listening to your fans. This is a good and bad thing. Now, let me explain what I mean by that before everybody says that I'm trying to defend Microsoft on something. I do not defend the fact that Microsoft tried to literally double the price of Xbox Live. Especially when they've been doing a lot of consumer-friendly things with Game Pass, with Xbox Live, um, and even with just their games and services in general. But this was a very anti-consumer move, starting to look a little bit like Sony a little bit. But Sony, giving them credit here, they do allow you to play free-to-play games along with Nintendo without having a subscription to an online service, which is how it should be, because it's a free game. So yeah. So that, I'm happy that they backtracked. But you still wanted to increase the prices. Your fan base, while you went back on that idea and listened to them, they will appreciate that, and you will restore some confidence. The key word being some. Due to the fact that you tried to increase and double the prices of Xbox Live, people are not going to forget that. And if you think down the road, increasing those prices, even when times get better, is going to you know change anybody's mind, it's not. Okay? People are not going to just let this go. So I hope this is a message to Microsoft that you guys can't just raise prices. You can't just raise prices like this. People are not going to pay into it, especially when they can't. You're supposed to be the consumer-friendly option. So keep being that. And if you go ever go away from it, like I said, I'm going to roast the shit out of you and expose you for all the fucking stupid, cringy, shady shit. Sony, with their deals with Marvel's Avengers to get Spider-Man exclusive, pretty fucking shady shit. Their exclusives alone are shady shit. Um, Because if PlayStation didn't have exclusives, I bet Xbox wouldn't try to either because exclusives are good for nobody in the gaming community. 
Xbox has said this themselves, but then again, who the fuck knows when they're telling the truth anymore after this whole fucking debacle that they created for themselves. So yes, you have regained some of the confidence of your fan base and, you know, for the fanboys and your consumer base, people like me. However, people are not going to forget this and they're not going to fully have confidence back in you because they're going to have that thought lingering in their mind that you're trying to suck money out of us in some way. So I'm just saying, I am going to be getting Game Pass Ultimate, but that's once I get my Series X, okay? I'm not going to invest in the Game Pass Ultimate until I get my Series X. And the fact that they still are not in stock is a big reason as to why I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to, you know, use it. I'm not going to be able to play on the next-gen console because I don't fucking have one because they're not available still. That's another thing, Microsoft. How about you fix your console availability problems first before you even start thinking about raising prices on shit? Just saying, you know, like that's like it clearly if your mind is we need to make Xbox Live more expensive compared to we need to get more stock of our next gen console out. If raising the prices of your subscription service is the is the first thing you think of, your priorities are fucking backwards and you better fix that shit real quick. Okay. Cause a lot of us are probably just sitting on money right now waiting for that console to come out so we can finally spend it. But that's whenever you guys decide to fix that shit. Um, but this is good news for Xbox uh, consumers. Um, free-to-play games in the few, uh, next few months, you will not need a subscription to play, which is nice. Um, and what, like Warzone, that's really good news for me. Um, but I will still need it to play, obviously, normal Call of Duties, which I'm fine. I'm fine paying Xbox Live. I just want to pay $60 for a year instead of $120 without any other benefits. So, um, you know, it wouldn't be worth it. So let me talk to you guys quickly about something I was uh, listening to on IGN last night. So I think it was like Ryan McGaffrey, I think that's his name, who hosts the Xbox podcast Unlocked for, you know, the Xbox side of things. And then you had the guy that does the PlayStation stuff. Um, This motherfucker, right, was talking about, oh... Well, if they added, like, this platinum version, right, that costed more money for Xbox Live, where, like, you could play with people that aren't mean or saying mean things or racist or homophobic comments to you by 12-year-olds in the lobby, it's like, he was saying that that was value, okay? So, quickly moving away from Xbox, I just want to kind of talk about Ryan McGaffrey and this stupid fucking idea. First of all, Ryan, in the world, there's not going to be nice people all the time. Grow a fucking spine. You know how many fucking Call of Duty main lobbies I sat through and people just shouted racial slurs into the mic? Everybody did. A whole bunch of white guys were doing it. Black guys were doing it. 12-year-olds. Grown adults. I mean, that's just a way of the gaming community. I mean, Call of Duty, yes. I mean, that's what you expect. I mean, people are always constantly saying you're trash or they're throwing racial slurs. Like, that's just a Call of Duty lobby. That's about your average COD lobby. I don't participate in any of the trash talk. I just listen to it and kind of laugh in the background because it's funny listening to people argue about, oh, are you using the sniper rifle? I mean, the bear bit the cow stupid fucking piece of shit or... Yeah, those guys are like, why is he camping? He's using a shotgun. Like, it's funny. It's funny listening to that shit. Um, it's just, it's always what's been fun about Xbox. Just listening to people cry in game chat. Some of the greatest fucking moments ever that I can remember from when I was younger. 
I mainly I'm in parties nowadays. Like ever since the past few, like two years ago, I I mainly am in parties. I'm not in game chat, so I'm not able to hear everybody complaining. But when we're talking about when I first started Xbox Live, dude, it was some of the best fucking moments ever. But Ryan basically was saying that if they had like this platinum tier where like all the goody two shoes could be, and you know. Um, essentially have to, you know, have certain credentials met to be in there. Like they weren't reported for racism and stuff. And, and I was like, you know, Ryan, that's not what we call, um, I guess you could say a good deal or having it be a justifiable price point because that only is there for people that meet that criteria. So not everybody's going to have that available. And Second of all, um, here's an idea. Instead of having safe spaces be what makes um, Xbox Live a better deal at a higher price, maybe Microsoft could do a system, right, where they have a high expensive version of Xbox Live, but they give you Microsoft money to buy video games or battle passes or whatever with, for every subscription you purchase. So maybe you purchase a $80 year and a half long subscription service or a $120 year and a half long subscription service, but they give you like $40 worth of Xbox money to spend on new games or on battle passes or microtransactions of your dreams. That would be a better um, consumer and better incentive to buy a more expensive version. Because as I was saying yesterday about this whole thing is that they were essentially selling you the same shit for double the price where I was like, if they're, if they want to sell you a tier of Xbox live for $120, that's fine. Increase the time limit or have it be a year, but give people Xbox money in return. Because if you're like, okay, you spend $60 for the year, but the other $60, what do you get for that? Well, we throw in $40 or $30 of Microsoft money for the gift store. That's not a bad idea. Then it's more of a justifiable purchase. You get your year-long Xbox membership plus some money on Xbox to go spend on battle passes, microtransactions, or video games that you want. Or put that money towards a video game that you want. So then you maybe don't have to go spend $60 on a card. You can maybe spend $30 on a card later on when you want to go buy a game or pre-order or whatever. But like I said... If Microsoft wanted to make a next-tier, more expensive version of Xbox Live, you need to have incentives. I'm not saying that they can't make a more expensive Xbox Live. They just need to do it in the right way. First of all, keep the subscriptions you already have. You know, your $10 for a month, your $25 for three, your $60 for a year, and your $30 for half a year. Keep those, but then you can make a new one where it's $120 for a year, but you give your consumers something, Xbox money in their account that they can use to buy games and stuff. Maybe you give them a battle pass for a specific game. So maybe it can entice people that are playing Fortnite or that are playing um, Call of Duty Warzone or whatever to get a battle pass for their subscription, which is only a $10 extra. So maybe you can make a $80 tier where it's like, okay, you know, $60 goes towards your year subscription. Then yeah, you make uh, a battle pass bundle. 
$10. So you can gain $10 out of it. See what I'm saying? It's actually smart. Think about it. An $80 tier, normally 60 bucks for a year. Okay, you get a year of Xbox Live with this $80 tier. However, you get a $10 battle pass for Warzone, Apex, and uh, Fortnite. Or you make a card that's $80, but you have battle passes for each, you know, game, right? So you pretty much make one for each game. So you have like three different $80 tiers for battle passes for each game. And what happens is, is that you make 10, no, $70 because you get the money from the subscription part, which would be 60. And then that other 10, one of that 10 is obviously going to have to go to Epic or whoever the, you know, uh, battle pass owner is, but you could make that extra $10 off of it. You might have to sacrifice 10, but you make an extra 10 at the same time. So out of that whole subscription, okay, you make like, I don't know, I guess that would probably equal around the same, actually, if you think about it, because then if, if you were giving them $10 for their Battle Pass subscription, and no, you'd, no, you'd make 10. No, you'd make 10. I don't know. I'm fucking terrible at math in my head. So sorry you had to sit through that shit. But anyways, that's my that's my whole spiel like uh, about uh, Ryan McGaffrey and being like, oh, well, if you made like a platinum tier for like good people for safe spaces, it would justify a price difference. It's like, Ryan, that is the dumbest fucking incentive ever. You could just say, hey, Xbox, if you want to make a more expensive version of live, give people Microsoft money in their account for purchasing a more expensive version. That is a justifiable reason for spending more money because you get more in return. You get your subscription and then some Microsoft money for spending that little extra in your account to, you know, spend on whatever the fuck you want. Then again, people could say, well, you could just buy the subscription, then the money separately. You can do that, whatever. They could try to make it work, though, I'm saying, is that they could make it work. They could make it something better. All I'm saying is, is if Microsoft really wants to get rid of live and make people go, to Game Pass, right? You could just get rid of Live and integrate it into Game Pass Ultimate and then only make cards for Game Pass Ultimate. You know what I'm saying? Like, not that hard to figure out, Microsoft. Pretty simple shit. Either you keep the subscriptions you have now, add a more expensive one, and give away Microsoft money or a Battle Pass in it for your consumers so that way they're getting something more for the little extra they're spending or... What you could do is just get rid of live, integrate it into Game Pass, and make Game Pass cards only, but Xbox Live is included with the Game Pass Ultimate. And you could do the same fucking tier or the same system that you have in place. $10.99 for Game Pass Ultimate for a month. And then $25 for Game Pass Ultimate for three months. And then $30 for six and then $60 for a year. So then maybe more people will get into Game Pass. Spending $60 for a year-long subscription of Game Pass and Xbox Live. I mean, who wouldn't want to go out and spend $60 on a year of literally hundreds of games and Xbox Live at the same time? You'd make money. Hell, I'll even do it better. Since you'll be going a longer period of time, if somebody decides to spend $60, maybe increase it to $70, being like, okay, you get a whole year of Xbox Live, but a whole year of Game Pass, therefore, cough up the extra $10. 
that's okay. That's something I'd say, okay, there's a justifiable reason because you're getting hundreds of games. A, like, you're talking maybe close to a thousand games a fucking year at that point, and Xbox Live and EA Access for $80 or $70 rather than the normal 60 that you got for live because you're getting more. That is a whole system that could work. Okay. That that's doable, right? I mean, we can all agree that if Microsoft wanted to go down that road and make things expensive or make some more money, they could increase it by maybe 10 or $20 for a year and, you know, maybe increase it 10 or $20 for each tier from where its initial standpoint is at now, but give you Game Pass for that amount of time with EA Access. So not only are you getting your live subscription, but you're getting hundreds of games and EA games to play during that whole subscription time that you have for live. That would work. Or that, or just like I said, make a Xbox Live $80 or $100 edition or, or, or tier, but you give your people Microsoft money or a Battle Pass or something to justify the extra cost. But keep what you have. So my two options would be either keep what you have and add a more expensive option and give an incentive, an extra little goodie in there for people that are deciding to spend that much, or just get rid of Xbox Live and integrate it into Game Pass and then make the Game Pass and Xbox Live be the same exact prices that the Xbox Live subscriptions are now. Then you get more Game Pass people, and if you want to increase it by 10 20 bucks. For each tier, so maybe, you know, you, for a month, you'll be spending $20. Uh, and then for um, three months, you'll be spending um, 35 and then 60 for, uh, no, not 60, um, 50 for six months. And then a whopping 70, 80 for 12. I mean, you can increase it by $10, 20 You get more people in the Game Pass like you want. And on top of that, you make a little bit of extra money on it. Um, I don't see where that's a problem, right? Because I think we can all agree, if we're getting Game Pass and Xbox Live and EA Plus or EA Access, all those games on top of an Xbox Live subscription and them justifying a $10 to $20 price hike for each subscription tier, that's fine. That's different than saying, hey, spend 120 years or 20 years, $120 just on Xbox Live. You know, you're not getting anything extra. At least if you increase it $10, $20 to 70, 80 bucks for a year of Game Pass Ultimate with Xbox Live for that amount of time, you're saying, hey, yeah, you're spending $10, $20 more, but you're getting like thousands of games, you know, about a thousand games a, a year, and you're getting EA games and you're getting Xbox Live justifiable but that's all i really wanted to say so good on microsoft for going back on what they did um had a rant on ryan mccaffrey for a little bit for making a dumb fucking idea and posing my alternate suggestions hopefully i didn't butcher them the fucking shit um and i repeat points a lot so i know you're probably probably someone's gonna say you fucking repeat yourself all the time yeah i know i know that i do it okay um but yeah so i'm glad they went back they got majority of their trust back, but not all, because obviously now we know that they have intentions to increase prices sometime. It's, you know, somewhere. Um, but yeah, that's uh, all I got to say about the Microsoft part of this podcast. But yeah, 
overall, good for Xbox fans. Uh, our voices are heard and they are listening. Vote with your wallet. Um, so happy to say that. Hopefully you guys like some of the ideas I pose for either a next tier subscription service for Xbox Live or, um, you know, with like Microsoft money in it or Battle Pass or whatever, or the alternate of just removing Xbox Live, integrating it straight into um, Game Pass and have a maybe, you know, increase the price of each tier $10, $20, but from the original um, Xbox Live price point. So like, you know, like I said, $20 for a month and then, you know, 35 for three months and et cetera. You know, you have your normal Xbox Live prices, just increase those by $10, $20 and make Xbox Live and Game Pass combined and sell them at those tiers just increased, you know, 10, 20 bucks. Uh, so hopefully you guys could agree with that as well. Uh, maybe you won't, maybe some alternate ideas. Like I said, just post shit on our fucking Facebook in the comments. Like it'd be really nice to see what other ideas people would have. Um, but yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this first segment part and the main news story of the day. Uh, hopefully you like some of my suggestions. Um, hopefully we can all have a good laugh at this and, you know, feel triumphant because we actually were listened to by a corporation. That's fucking nice as a consumer. Um, but, uh, thank you very much for listening. And if you are sticking around for our Twitter rant, um, be just be advised it's going to be about some really disgusting shit that's why i'm mad obviously um but it has to do with basically pedophiles getting away with shit on twitter so that's essentially what we're gonna, what we're going to be just dismantling twitter about um here in the next few seconds but thank you very much for listening i hope you all enjoyed and um i will catch you all in just a moment So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Um, so, this is going to be my little rant on Twitter. I'm basically just going to sum up everything that happened. I had done a whole 10-minute rant, and I realized it wasn't to my standards, and that I think I should be more mature and not scream into the mic about it. It was more entertaining. It was definitely a lot more entertaining than this one's going to be. But basically, what happened was I was watching a YouTuber named Optimus, so shout out to my boy Opti, and... What was going on was he was talking about how there was this kid that had been blackmailed uh, into sending sexual photos of themselves. And the kid, years later, ended up having those pictures on a Twitter uh, site or page. Uh, there's two of them that's known uh, for child harassment. And the mother of this child, uh, who is now 17, so this is years later, um, asked Twitter to take it down. Twitter did their investigation, came back, pretty much said fuck you to the mother, saying that it didn't violate any of their policies. So, Twitter, what the fuck violates your policies? Because if being a pedophile and harassing kids online does not, and I mean does not, go against your policies, what the fuck does? You're literally banning people because they don't agree with you. Or because they're conservative. Why? That's justifiable, but you won't ban a pedophile for showing disgusting images of a child? Like, are you fucking kidding me? This is like a cuties part two. I don't know if you guys remember my whole cuties rant. It's kind of the same ordeal. These big companies are getting away with showing child pornography. 
It's fucking disgusting, and it's wrong. Yes, I'm raising my voice a little bit, but trust me, this was nothing compared to what I did a little bit ago. I just wanted to make it short and brief and uh, not really get too heated about it because if I did, I yes, while it's more entertaining, I end up going on tangents and like I'm not really thinking about what I'm saying other than just pure emotion. So I'm very pissed off and Twitter is in a lawsuit, which I hope they fucking lose and lose a lot of money from. Their stock is already in a nosedive. Um, glad because of them defending pedophiles. This is fucking wrong. But for all of my viewers, we are, you know, PC boys. We talk about pop culture and society um, and culture itself revolves around social media quite a bit. So I decided this is something that should be brought to all of your attention. And regardless of what you believe politically or just morally, this is all something we can literally call Twitter out for. And I thought I would do my part and calmly call them out for you guys because let's be real here. I know everybody wants me to rant, but I got to be more professional, okay? Because what if somebody decides to look at my podcast when I'm applying for a job? That would not be a good look on me if I uh, started to come out and scream like a little teenager. But no, it's very disgusting and I am very upset about it. But I got to be mature about this and not scream into the mic. So um, thank you very much for listening. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast and speak out against child uh, pedophiles and child harassment and i definitely hope that you guys speak out against twitter on some form of social media um that you guys have because this is not acceptable um and i will see you guys tomorrow when i talk about godzilla versus kong thank you for tuning in and i'll catch you on the next one